0: Hi guys, Joe Wolverton, Teacher of Liberty here with you, Uh, another podcast. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to it, share it with people push the little bell so it'll notify you. We need to grow this thing so people can know what we're doing and join this, as Sydney called it, the good old cause of liberty. Uh, Just really quickly, the book is out, right? What Degree of Madness? Uh, Little Jimmy and I co-wrote it. Uh, He didn't get any credit. Well, I guess he did. Madison. There you go. See, you got some credit. Yeah. Well, what are you talking? You didn't write it. You didn't help at all. Just him. So, Madison's method to make America states again. Available on Amazon. There's the title. What degree of madness? My name, Joey Warton second, Get that. Spread it around. It makes great Valentine's Day gift. Nothing says I love you to a girl like giving her a book that says she's crazy. Right. All right. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about Virginia. As you know, the governor there has declared a state of emergency because people who believe that human beings have the right to defend themselves with weapons Uh, are in his state and are there protesting his attempt to disarm them. So he says that's a state of emergency. He's erected fences, uh, declared a no-fly zone so that only government planes can fly. Basically, denying them their liberty. He's declared that if people do defy his orders on disarmament, that uh, he will call out the National Guard. Crazy talk. Crazy, tyrannical talk period, right? Uh, Basically, the party came into power. A new political party came into power, something Jimmy here would call factions. A new faction came into power, and they decided, now that we're in power, let's take away the guns. But notice, everybody, what always happens with these disarmament laws. It's always disarming civilians. It's never disarming everybody. It's disarming civilians. Well, I ask you, who has been the cause of more armed violence in the history of mankind? Civilians or government? So if our true goal was to reduce, in any appreciable way, the number of human beings being killed by firearms, would we not want to disarm the government instead of the people? Because if you start counting the bodies killed by government and compare those to all the people killed by every other civilian, not even a comparison. So pay attention. It has nothing to do with firearms, with guns. It has everything to do with control. And that control is controlling your right to own a weapon. Not the availability of weapons, not the existence of weapons. Your right to own one because the government wants the monopoly on them. That is the key, guys. It's never really about safety or respect for human life. That's always a lie. It's always about leave them unable to defend themselves. It's chapter two of Tyranny for Dummies. Chapter one, get control of the language. Chapter two, disarm the people. So this is in solidarity, this podcast tonight, in solidarity to the people of Virginia, in solidarity to the people of every state in every country who knows that it is a God-given right, a natural right, to defend yourself, to defend your family, your wife, your children, and your property. You don't even have to defend it. It's what someone once called self-evident. Yes, TJ getting in on it. All right. Honestly, it's so simple to understand that you have a right to defend yourself and what is yours, that even a baby in diapers could understand it, right? Not difficult to, to understand. All right, let's talk a little bit. First, St. George Tucker. One of the forgotten founding fathers. I want to read you a little something that St. George Tucker said regarding governments taking away weapons from civilians. Okay? St. George Tucker. Google my name and St. George Tucker. I wrote a biography of him a couple years ago. All right, here we go. St. George Tucker. This may be considered as the true palladium of liberty. Palladium. There you see in the picture, palladium is anything believed to provide protection or safety. This may be considered as the true palladium of liberty. The right of self-defense is the first law of nature. There you go. Palladium, something that guarantees your safety. What is that? The right of self-defense. All right, let's keep reading. In most governments, it has been the study of rulers to confine this right within the narrowest limits possible. What does he mean? Most governments in the world, what do they want to do? Like I said, chapter two of Tyranny for Dummies take the weapons away from them. All right, let's keep going. Wherever standing armies are kept up, and here we go the right of the people to keep and bear arms is, under any color or pretext whatsoever, prohibited. Liberty, if not already annihilated, is on the brink of destruction notice what he said there. If the right to keep and bear arms is, is prohibited for any reason whatsoever, any color, any pretext, whatever excuse, if your liberty isn't already gone, it's on the brink of destruction. You have been warned and forewarned. All right. Next. Now here's the thing. Solon. Okay. Okay. Solon, the lawgiver of Athens. He's 90-something years old. He gave Athens their constitution. Along comes a guy, Pisistratus. We talked about him before. Go back and listen to the uh, podcast about war if you want to know the whole story. But here's the people They come to Solon. He's 90-something. They knock on his door. Oi, Solon. um took all our weapons, and now he's become a tyrant, and we can't do anything about it. Would you help us, 90-something-year-old Solon? Solon goes wobbling out there, you know, with his cane, and he says this. And I want you to pay attention to what does Solon tell these people. It's, oh, he's so powerful. Here we go. You ready? Solon says, If now ye suffer grievously through cowardice all your own, hold no wrath against the gods for this. For you yourself increase the tyrant's power by giving him your weapons in his hands. And now, therefore as his servants, you must do as he commands. Could that be any clearer? That's 600 BC. Don't cry to God. Don't come crying to me, the man who gave you your constitution. There's no fault of mine. You gave him your weapons. Now you are his slaves, period. Now, this brings me to the next quote. So whenever things happen, In society and government, I always say to myself, surely this is the situation, this is the issue about which Algernon Sidney does not have a perfect solution in his book Discourses Concerning Government. Of course, I thought that this time, and Sidney says, hold my ale, and he comes running to the rescue, right? Of course he had a solution to it. Sidney, this this quote is so on point It goes with what Solon is saying, what St. George Tucker was saying, what's happening in Virginia and what's happening in our country. Our president signed a letter saying a piece of plastic is a machine gun, therefore you can't hold it. Our president told his attorney general, make a list of people who might someday mobilize toward violence and refuse to let them and forbid them from purchasing firearms. But remember, it's always civilians. There will always be guns. They just want to hold them all. Now, let's read what Sydney said about this situation. And remember Solon, I gave you a good constitution. I don't know what you did with it. I gave you a good one. Remember St. George Tucker. If they start taking your guns away, know that if your liberty isn't already gone, it's almost gone. Okay? Here we go. This is Sydney on discourses. I <laughs> Discourses on disarmament. All right. He says, The perpetual jarrings We hear every day the division of the nation into such factions as threaten us with ruin. And all the disorders that we see or fear, they are the effects of this rupture. So, what's the effect of all this? Factions. Party. These parties. One party gets in power. What do we want to do? Whatever we can do. If we have the majority, let's do the thing we can do. Let's take away their guns. We have the votes and we already know that people are going to do what we say. We've proven they have no limits. Remember Montesquieu? The tyrant will go and go until he finds limits. Apparently they have no limits. Let's take their guns. Let's say a piece of plastic a machine gun. They apparently believe that. Let's take their guns. So what does Sydney say in discourses? What's the problem? We've divided up into factions and we just want to ruin each other. All right, here we go. These things are not to be imputed to our original constitution, but to those who have subverted them. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. The Declaration, the Constitution. It's not their fault. They gave us a good Constitution. A very good Constitution. A very good Declaration of Independence. It's not their fault that we're in this situation. It's the fault of the people who have subverted, who have violated the Constitution. And ultimately... At the end of the day, whose fault is that? If a tyrant rules on our country, over our soil, our fault. All right, let's keep reading. The law was plain, but it has been industriously rendered perplexed. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Period. But our political appointees, our political servants keep turning that period into a comma shall not be infringed comma unless you might someday act violently shall not be infringed comma unless you have sought help for some sort of mental illness shall not be infringed comma unless the magazine holds more than 10 rounds shall not be infringed comma unless someone does something violent at a school there's a period there's lots of commas in the second amendment there's one period shall not be infringed, period. It was plain. We've let people make it complex. All right, let's keep going. They who were to have upheld it are overthrown. That which might have been easily performed when the people were armed is made difficult. Now they are disarmed and all their nobles abolished. All these good people that could have stopped all these things have not. And now, what's wrong? They're disarmed. They didn't stop it when they could have. Remember the divado, principis, obsta? Be an obstacle at the start. But we weren't. And now, we're disarmed. And all our nobility, all of us who could have stopped it, did not now we're disarmed. And look what he says. That which might have been easily performed when the people were armed and had a great, strong, virtuous, and powerful nobility is made difficult now that they are disarmed. Now, remember what Solon says. Now as his servants, you must do as he commands. All right, let's read the end part of Sydney here. Taking our affairs at the worst, we shall soon find that if we have the same spirit they had, we may easily restore our nation to its ancient liberty, dignity, and happiness. And if we do not, the fault is owing to ourselves and not to any want of virtue or wisdom in them. Guys, I submit to you that the men who gave us our Constitution were virtuous and wise. They purposefully put a period at the end of shall not be infringed. It is the only true safeguard of Liberty. There is no reason that a free people should fear their government. Government should fear the people. We must stand up for this because like Sidney says, that which might have been easy to do when we were armed and virtuous is nearly impossible to do when we are disarmed and wicked. But we can get back to what does he call it? We may restore the ancient liberty, dignity, and happiness of our forefathers. And when we do, then we'll stop these things. We'll restore the dignity of the Constitution. We will forbid the government to disarm us, and we will stand manfully and unapologetically in defense of our liberty, our families, our faith, and all that is ours. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.